Right, right. Me too. Me too, man. But you want to resist stripping the oil from your face as much as it's like, oh, I want to fix this problem. Oil is not a problem. It's actually um, proving that you have a healthy moisture barrier that is going to give you less fine lines, more resilient skin, so less sensitivity to other products, the environment, every, um, sun, everything. Uh, you can use stronger active ingredients in your anti-aging, which there is a benefit to that. I don't know anyone who doesn't want anti-aging, and if they don't, they just don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by nutritional therapist Cassie Knavel and professional esthetician and makeup artist Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money, and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Today's episode is sponsored by Amy from Rebel Nutrition. You can catch her in episode 104. She's the creator of Online Course Academy and is hosting a free masterclass that teaches how to create a profitable online course that brings in 5K a month, even if you're starting from zero. I've been watching Amy for years now. She's had the opportunity to throw out many courses out there, but the one that seems to be the mainstay that's there all the time that I've seen her do really well with is her online course academy. I've known several people to go through this course and I've watched them just soar with success. So we're super excited to dive into it ourselves and I hope that if you guys are interested in making your own course and learning how to get it out to your audience and build as you go too, this is a great way to start. In this training, you'll learn the number one reason most online courses fail. It has nothing to do with the size of your Instagram following, how to make a 5k month or more from your online course, and a precise calculation for how big your audience needs to be. Also, how to grow your audience while simultaneously building your course, and also why you don't need to be an expert before selling it. This also gives you a good insight on how to sell your course online and how to generate buzz and excitement around your course topic to get as many students enrolled as possible without paying for ads. Most people have concerns about creating their own online course, like what would I even create an online course about? How do I build an audience and who wants to even buy my course? Why would anyone listen to me when there are so many experts out there? How would I launch or even market this to a tiny audience? Would anyone even buy? What about all the tech stuff? Videos, worksheets, audio lessons? Oh, the overwhelm. And what about the logistics? Coming up with content, deciding which information to share, and can courses really create enough income for me to live off of? You know, OCA will walk you through every single one of these fears step-by-step using video, audio, and done-for-you email scripts, and even design templates to make your slides and other supplemental course materials to make sure your students get results. If you want to join, text online course academy, one word, no spaces, to 44222. Again, text online course academy, one word, no spaces, to 44222 where you'll receive a link to join the free training. We'll also link to the sign-up page in the show notes. 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast this week. We are re-releasing another glorious archived episode on all things skin from Miss Genevieve again. And this week, we're going to highlight episode six, way, way back there, friends. I know. We came out the gate with some fire. I'm just going to pat ourselves on the back. (laughs) We came out the gate with some fire. And, you know, this, uh, the episode is about basically summer skincare and makeup and switching and transitioning your skincare as the weather gets warmer. We know when this episode releases, the weather will have been warmer for a month or two already, depending on where you're at, maybe longer. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you haven't made these changes that she suggests in the episode yet, please do it now. It's okay. Yes, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to it's be never late, too late to the game. But, yeah. um, you know, one of the things that you shared a lot about in this episode, and I, I remember it vividly and being like, you guys will hear it um, in the audio, but switching your cleanser. Like why? I never, I would never I know, think right? that switching a cleanser would be the thing that just like changed my skin completely. But it was such a great piece of advice. And you talk about how to know if you need to switch it, when to switch it in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. So Jen, you want to talk about why you chose this one? Yeah, this one was um, probably warrants like we, we've grown. Our audience has grown since then. Like we love y'all that are listening. And sometimes it's hard to go backwards because you don't know where to start because there's so many episodes. I chose this one because one, timely, very timely for right now. Um, Two, like Cassie was saying, I found that this information is stuff that I regurgitate all the time. And it does change the game for people because seasonal changes can be so intimidating because hello there's so many options like what do I start what do I do and so I really break down like things like adjusting your moisture levels for the time of year that we're in and switching your cleanser um and how uh, for certain skin types you can um do more treatments this time of year because you've usually got more fluid oil movement on your face and so you're less sensitive that's more for like dry dry combo mature skin that sort of a thing and we also talk about picking a good exfoliant. This is also the time of year that you could probably get away with like a like a physical exfoliant that you couldn't do. So something that's got like a scrub in it, which please make sure that something that's water soluble. Like, okay, I'll okay, get off now you're box. you're basically gonna give it all away. So <laughs> well, we talk about sun protection, we talk about sweating more, and it's all of the reasons why we should be paying more attention to some of those little nuanced things, um, but very specific to the time of year that we're in. So I found this one something that I um, little nuggets that I give all the time. It's getting consultations so this is a great place to start and jen will be updating the show notes with updated recommendations so if you hear a little bit different language in the episode just know that she's got updated recommendations for like a foaming cleanser etc because some of those things have changed as far as availability Um, and then just genevieve's own personal recommendations at this point as she's gotten more time with products or tried some new New things Mm -hmm. yep etc so we're excited for you to listen to this one and we can't wait to hear what y'all think okay so today we're going to be chatting about how to transition our skincare into uh, more of a summer routine summer, which, summer, summer. Summer. so i'm so excited for this because i get this question a lot as someone who's in the skincare and health and wellness space mm-hmm. and i'm not always sure how to answer it so i'm just going to refer them to this episode now <laughs> <laughs> genevieve's going to share essentially her her 
top five tips um, or steps to transitioning your skincare into summer. Um, and there's a few tips having to do with makeup as well. So I'm excited for this info. Yeah, I feel like this is a great topic to talk about because most people just kind of don't. And it ends up being okay. But then about the height of summer, it's hot all the time and you're either outside sweating or you're working out more and you're dealing with a little more irritation and oil than you're used to than the rest of the year. And so it's easy to just jump to the really stripping cleansers, the toners, all the things that make your skin more matte. And honestly, that's actually kind of the opposite not the opposite, but it's, it's, you don't want to go that extreme. You don't need to go to that extreme. Maybe there are some little baby steps you can take. Right. And I think it's a little bit of a mind shift too. I think a lot of people see a little bit of oil on their skin and they go, Oh, I have, I have oily skin and that's a problem. And it's like, well, hold on. Let's talk about a little bit why and where, and is it, is it a causing a problem or do you just feel like you look oily? Cause in the summertime, like when I'm doing well, like I have really dry skin, right? But mm-hmm. when like the height of summer, when I'm really hot, I get um, a really oily nose, which is expected, right? That's a place where you're going to get more oil. I just put a little bit of translucent powder on the top of it and that takes care of the look of it. But yeah, I haven't changed the the pH. I haven't changed. I haven't stripped my skin of anything. Sure. You know what I mean? So there's little tricks like that. That was just a little trick. But for transitioning into um, summer skin, my first tip is to switch your cleanser. Because for instance, I have really dry skin. So in the winter, uh, like as I'm transitioning into winter, I switched to the milky cleanser. I was using a different milky cleanser before, but now we have the great one from Beauty Counter, which is great because I know it's safe. But anything that's the that's, counter match. Thank you. Yeah, the counter match. And it's non-foaming. It's great for that. But in the summertime, you might need a little bit more oomph to like get rid of the oil, the sweat, um, any extra makeup you've had on because makeup does move around a little more when there's oil on the skin. Uh, so I recommend getting something that's got a little bit more of a foaming action to it uh, for almost every skin type in the deep summer. So springs, you know, you kind of have to like transition to it. But once you're in summer, a little bit of um, a little bit of foaming is going to be great. So we're talking about like July and August. Yeah, July, June, about June is when you can start thinking about it because the temperatures rise a little bit more. You're, the temperatures are starting to even out a little bit more. Well, at least where we live, they even out a little bit more. I was going to say, so we always joke in Oregon about how um, summer doesn't begin until July 5th. Yep. Oh because my we always have, well, not always, but frequently we have terrible weather on the 4th of July. And then the next day mm-hmm. it's beautiful and then it's beautiful for two plus months. You're like, hey. Three months. But um, elsewhere, I know in June, there's a lot of places that are getting into almost the triple digits and it's getting hot. So for some places, sure. it's June. But I just live in my own little bubble. Right, right. Me too. Me too, man. But you want to resist stripping the oil from your face as much as it's like, oh, I want to fix this problem. Oil is not a problem. It's actually um, sh- proving that you have a healthy moisture barrier that is going to give you less fine lines more resilient skin, so less sensitivity to other products, the environment, every um, sun, everything. Uh, you can use stronger active ingredients in your anti-aging, which there is a benefit to that. I don't know anyone who doesn't want anti-aging, and if they don't, they just don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like if you're looking to um, work on anti-aging with your skin or prevention with anti-aging, which is a big thing, do not strip your skin. It's so easy to do that. I, I've had a lot of consultations over the years where people are like, I use this like acne cleanser and I'm like, why? (laughs) 
Like you really don't need to. It's such a small percentage of people that actually need that. Um, Or if you do that, you have to balance it out with a much heavier moisturizer, which might not really give you the benefits you're looking for. So there can be some strategy behind that. So my, my benefit or my recommendation is switching your cleanser to something that's going to have a little more foaming, but resist the stripping of the oil. (laughs) You don't need to go to an acne cleanser most of the time. I'm talking like vast majority. Uh, so also some of my recommendations that I wanted to talk about were, um, the Leilani skincare line. I've talked about it before, but I do love that line because I trust the ingredients. It's, it's handmade. I, a lot of it's locally sourced in Hawaii. It's just a beautiful line and they have a new Pomplemousse cleanser, which I haven't even had in my hands yet, but the ingredients Ooh. list is fantastic i can't wait to get it in my hands it's made it's got pineapple and papaya enzymes in it so papaya papaya is actually a known aha so um an alpha hydroxy acid so it's going to help break down but it's more of the gentle ones on that list so it's going to be um cleaning without stripping which is this is fun for me pineapple and papaya enzymes are uh are digestive enzymes exactly Like, honestly, if I lived in the tropics, that would be living in my house. Like it's helping break things down. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's in a lot of DIY, but, you know, heads up pineapple and papaya, if it's not paired correctly, will actually like deactivate and won't work. So careful with DIY. (laughs) Yes. I wanted to read a breakdown of this because it's got more benefits to it that I want to discuss. So acai oil, um, it has an impressive amount of antioxidants in it and an anti-inflammatory property. So this cleanser is also going to be, it's going to be using the AHA factors while giving you less inflammation, which can be great in the summer because let's face it, you sweat, you wipe at your face, you're going to cause a little bit more irritation because of that. So I love soothing, calming, even in the summertime. Uh, We already talked about the pineapple enzyme. That is also known as bromelain. I love that. A lot of times on the ingredients list, you'll see bromelain instead of pineapple enzyme. Mm -hmm. Um, That one has a similar effect. It just doesn't have as much of the antioxidant properties to it. It's just going to do a better job of breaking things down, uh, allowing your body to slough off the old skin cells, allowing you to have a better absorption of product, that sort of thing. So that's when you know you got a good cleanser. And it's also got plumeria oil. So this product smells so good. It's got this flowery, I've, I've heard people describe it. So it's got this flowery, uh, citrusy smell to it that I'm just, well, oh, I'm so excited. It's got a little bit of hibiscus flower in it. And did you know that the hibiscus flower has been dubbed the Botox plant? What? Right? Because of its firming and lifting capabilities. It has its own natural. Is this like double for like drinking hibiscus tea? Because that would make (laughs) me so happy. I love hibiscus tea. Maybe. I'd have to look that up. That would be amazing because I drink that too. Some further research. (laughs) Get back to you in a future episode. I know, right? So uh, that's why I love that product. So another recommendation that I've got is the Beauty Counter Rejuvenating Cleanser. This is my jam. I started using it last summer because you recommended it because you loved the way it felt. I told you it feels so Mm -hmm. nice. You know what's cool? I've been using it for nine months almost every day and i'm just not running out it lasts forever it lasts forever i literally put bit not even way not even like a dime size to i mean i don't oh, I use know. like a pea size yeah it slathers like mad it, it's really amazing i've also i don't use a clairsonic but i've heard a lot of other people mm-hmm. mention that they love using the rejuvenating cleanser with their clairsonic which will be beautiful in the summertime if you have like normal to oily skin if you have dry you shouldn't do it probably not because the mechanical part of it um is going to be irritating in deep summer when you're like hot and sweaty mm. occasionally 
Um, noted. He is noted. Dang but it. there is green tea in the rejuvenating cleanser, which is going to help with the soothing factor. So there'll be some cleansers that'll work better at keeping the soothing factor down. Uh, for instance, um, Tata Harper has another one that I really recommend. It's a nourishing oil cleanser. It's great for really sensitive, dry or rough skin. Great for makeup removing. Um, it's kind of a good multitasking tool, but a lot of people use oil cleansing as a dual process cleansing. So if you don't want to deal with two steps in cleansing, may not be the right one for you, but I love, I so love you the mean like Harper. doing the oil cleanser and then doing or the foaming. foaming cleanser afterward to like clear mm-hmm. the rest of it. Or sometimes they'll do it the other way around, depending on what kind of protection they need. Yeah. I'm at the point where when I do oil cleansing with like our cleansing balm, which I use during the summer and I use it a little more intermittently or I use it during the winter and more intermittently during the summer. Um, but if I don't use my Norwex cloth, I don't feel like I get everything exactly. off with a with an oil cleanser. Mm-hmm. And that's most people's issue, which is why they end up doing double cleansing most of the time anyway. But you still get a benefit from it. But it's great if you've had a sunburn, if you know you've got sensitive skin, um, if you just can't seem to get your makeup off, it will help with getting your makeup off, just like the cleansing balm will. Uh, so, I mean, I do love the Tata Harper. It's it's I, I used it for the first time, I think, when I was in Vegas last spring break. And uh, I got sun for the first time because we don't get sun in spring hair. <laughs> I got sun. And another weather saga of yeah. Oregon and Washington. <laughs> You're going to hear about it all the time. Right. Uh, so I used it for the first time there and it was heaven on my warm skin. I wasn't burnt, but I knew I had gained some color and I was warm and I didn't want to exacerbate any sensitivity from um, the unusual warmness I was experiencing. Mm. So it was great for that. So that's my number one tip. My number two tip is using, this one surprises people, using warm water instead of hot or scalding water. A lot of people in the shower, especially, it's like, it just feels good. It's kind of this like almost ritual part. It helps your muscles relax, of course. But if you can, if you can keep your face off the warm water, that'll be the most beneficial. Uh, And if you're washing your face, like at the sink or something, try to use lukewarm water if possible, because what happens is is scalding water will or hot water will dilate pores and it causes unnecessary sensitivities to um, other products that you're having that you're using. Uh, It can make you more sensitive to just about anything in your environment. Uh, So especially first thing in the morning, if you're a morning shower or you wash your face first thing in the morning, then definitely use warm, not hot water and that'll just allow you to use more active ingredients which will allow you to have better results on your products elsewhere mm-hmm. and most people don't think about that i mean that's a year-round tip but especially in the summer people just don't think about it because we get hot throughout the day and then you add another hot thing on top of it and it's just adding all this inflammatory properties that you don't you can avoid so sure that's my number two tip and then like yeah that one's a an unusual I, one i try to avoid actually washing my face in the shower at all because I I like hot really hot water in the shower um and I do notice irritation afterward when I try to do like any sort of especially if I'm doing a treatment step like a peel or a A mask mask. yeah my skin gets real angry or if I'm doing the oil cleansing with like a Norwex cloth and I like to so I was going to ask you um with the with using warm water instead of hot water I find it's difficult to get all of my oil cleanser off of my skin and like properly fully cleanse Mm -hmm. if I'm not using a hot water. Am I still doing enough if I'm using warm water with my cloth, with a Norwex cloth? 
Yeah, you should be. Probably okay. the best tip I can give with that is that you lay the cloth all over your whole face and like push on it first and then try swiping at it. Because sometimes the product just needs a little bit of water breakup beyond just swiping. Because sometimes the swiping, especially with an oil, just creates more slip and just moves the product instead sure. of lets you like grab it. Okay. Um, Norwex cloth is probably going to do the best job of grabbing it. Sure. But. And I, I usually lay the cloth over my face and like steam it for a couple minutes. But that's like with pretty hot. It's pretty hot. It's so pretty I hot. should. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Again, I don't do it before I'm doing a treatment step. But I. I was gonna say it I'm also just doing my on... regular skincare routine, or I'll let things kind of chill out, and I'll splash some cool water on my yeah. face afterward, and yeah. then go into my skincare routine. I was gonna say when you're in a treatment, getting a facial, um, you're most likely gonna get steamed at some point, whether it's with a towel or an actual steaming machine, and that's on purpose to open you up to um, your skin to receiving a higher concentration of product. Da da da. But then they end you with a proper amount of coolness, whether it's a roller another a warm temperature Ooh, towel jade roller from the fridge oh my gosh i'm getting really into jade rollers and rose quartz rollers lately right What's feel like the, that could be a whole do you episode. know the benefit difference between a jade roller and a rose quartz roller it's a little bit of a woo woo <laughs> oh okay it's a so like the difference between them really is the jade roller is going to be a little cooler uh, traditionally but if you're both putting them in the fridge they're going to be real similar sure. a lot of people talk about the vibrational energy difference between the jade and the quartz so yeah, i'm I think not i'm not about that <laughs> i can respect i respect that but i'm not about it it's just not where you're at exactly so that's why i was like it depends on where you're at and how, how you feel about crystals so for me it's about making sure that i know what temperature they're at when i'm putting them on my face a jade in room temperature will always be cooler mm. actually that's how you know you have a jade roller that's legit because there's a lot of fake ones out there so that's my little tidbit. Be careful when you're buying on Amazon, people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I bought mine from Herbivore Botanicals. I love that. Because I was, yeah, I was purchasing, uh, my husband loves their aftershave mm. uh, spray. It's like, has witch hazel. Okay. And I think there's some aloe in there. It's really, the formulation is fantastic. Cool. I like their blue tansy. Yes. Blue tansy beauty cream. So good. So, and the, they have like a facial oil and yeah. Anyway, that's a great one. So my number three tip is to adjust your moisture levels. So that kind of piggybacks on the next the next thing. A lot of people either just stop moisturizing, which might be fine for a day or two. But if you forget to, um, you just kind of don't because you're like, my skin's got enough oil on it already. Your body will eventually start producing more oil because it thinks it's not being nourished enough. Or if you end up, and this is when the cycle begins, if there's a lot of oil, you end up thinking, oh, I need to get rid of it because it's just too much or it's too shiny. You wash your face and then, then you end up washing your face twice a day or you end up using a stronger thing or you end up using a stringent or a toner to try to mitigate that. And But if you just cleanse once, maybe twice a day, depending on what's going on with your day, and then used a moisturizer that was proper for that time of year, you would have better oil control over a longer period of time. Mm. So for me, it's about telling people about their uh, moisture level. So my little tidbits about that is there, sometimes you can just use a facial oil instead of a night cream. Or in my case, I bring my moisturizers from two to one because I tend in the deep winter, I do a facial oil and a nighttime cream because my face needs it. Do you do that day and night? Uh, just at night. And then during the day, it's facial oil. Um or if I'm really sensitive, then I will go to cream in the morning. So, but in the summertime, I'm just facial oil and sometimes only once a day because I don't need it that much. My skin behaves the best in the summer, but because I'm traditionally dry. So that's a, that's an interesting tidbit to remember. Um, it's kind of the difference between, uh, in the, 
cold winters, we go from the heated indoors, which is super dehydrated air to extreme cold wind um, or cold or wind outdoors. And your skin's less likely to be sensitive in the summer because you are going to be better protected and you're not going to be in such extremes. Mm. So, but you just want to let your body naturally do its thing by not like messing with it too much. So some of the product recommendations I have for that are Beauty Counter Plus Line Facial Oils. So there's three different ones. There's number one, two, or three. Number one is vitamin C. I'm going to talk about that later. I recommend number C or number one, vitamin C for several reasons. But number two has also got some plumping benefits to it. So anti-aging. Number three is the Balance Oil. And it's got uh, Lang Lang oil. I can never say that. Yelang yep. Yelang. It's Yelang Yelang. Yelang Yelang. I can never say that right. <laughs> but that one, I, I actually enjoy number three in deep, deep summer mm. um, because you have to be kind of careful with number one. If you apply it all the time, uh, it's actually could make you a little sensitized to the sun depending on who you are. And so I just yeah, kind of, the vitamin C concentration is so low, low enough that it, you'd have to use a lot of it right. and multi, like morning and night for it to exactly. give you that sensitive. And even then quick tip that I wanted to tell people about, cause I'm going to be talking about this next too, is, um, the vitamin C in the number one can actually react to your makeup products and will uh, cause them to oxidize. Uh, so if you've ever used like the number one or a vitamin C product of any kind, then put your makeup on right afterwards and you're like, why is my face orange? <laughs> Like, why is my makeup turning colors? It's because of the vitamin C in it. And I even did that to myself recently. And it reminded me to say something on the yeah, podcast. Okay. So, um, like for me, sometimes I just use concealer, but I usually put an oil underneath it because my under eyes get pretty dry sometimes. And, uh, I totally did it to myself and I was like, why does my face look so orange? I was like, Oh, I use the number one oil really quickly. If you let it absorb into your skin and give it some time, it won't do that. But if it's fresh on your skin, then you put the pigmentation on top of it it will oxidize it and turn it like an orangey like yeah I have I have drier skin so it takes a little bit longer for product to penetrate for me and so I tend to I'll put my oil on like if I'm doing my morning skincare routine Mm -hmm. I'll you know cleanse and I'll put my oil on and then I'll go about like making my breakfast and getting my coffee and da 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 but I'll do that right away when I brush my teeth Mm-hmm. And then I'll move from there to like with my move on with my morning. And then, of course, all of that is absorbed by the time I got to put totally my good. makeup on. Yeah, that's plenty of time. And then I don't have to actually wait during my routine because ain't nobody got time for that. No kidding. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. I love that gif. My goodness. <laughs> um, the other recommendation I have is Drunk Elephant product called Lala Retro Whipped Cream. And I've never heard of this before. I love Drunk Elephant. It's just so dang expensive, but it's so impeccably formulated Mm. and they're very careful with their ingredients that sort of thing so I don't recommend it to people all the time because it can be kind of an overwhelming like purchase sometimes but I love what they do I love what they stand for Um, this particular product is great because it's not an oil so if you're not looking for an oil or it makes you uncomfortable in whatever way you have a cream that you can work with and the reason why I like it and it has six um different oil blend in it and they all are like it's like an African oil blend and you can check out their website if you want to see the breakdown they also have green tea seed for soothing sensitive oil green tea sea oil for sensitive soothing sensitive red skin they have sodium hyaluronic cross polymer which is a smaller molecule and lighter weight but similar results version of hyaluronic acid so it's going to help deliver some results that's going to be soothing long lasting throughout the day. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a great product if you're looking to just go to one moisturizer a day. 
And then my, again, Leilani skincare, I just, I can't with them. I can't not say anything because I like them so much. She has a champagne serum, which in my opinion is a little bit more like a facial oil. She calls it a serum because it's got some uh, active ingredients in it, Mm. but it's a really big blend of oil. So it looks like an oil, acts like an oil, has some great benefits to it. This is great for people that are sensitive or have red skin. Whereas the um, Drunk Elephant product is great for like normal to dry-ish because of the hyaluronic acid or the sodium hyaluronic, sodium hyaluronic cross-polymer. So, but with the Leilani one, it's got a blend of blue tansy, French lavender, chamomile, and rose geranium essential oils. And this will help combat some of the inflammation, which inflammation is the beginning of aging skin. So if you can keep the inflammation down in your skin, you're going to have prettier skin for a longer period of time. You're going to feel better about how your skin's aging, that sort of a thing. So that's my number three tip is adjust your moisturizer. My number four is going to be one we've already talked about. (laughs) Find an exfoliation that works for you quickly. Just if you can find a chemical exfoliant that works for you, it's going to be more gentle and honestly, it's the chemical part of it speaks to how it exfoliates, not the toxicity level. And it's not a toxic chemical. You know what I mean? Sure. It's kind of the, the process of it. Uh, so you can do mechanical exfoliation, which is towels, brushes, scrubs. But I highly recommend finding chemical exfoliates, exfoliants that work well for you. And don't be scared of them. Most of them are so gentle. They're things like the bromelain and the enzymes. And uh, the, the most potent one is going to be glycolic. And you can't get it in a high enough concentration over the counter that it can harm you or make you too sensitive for the most part. It's just going to be really great anti-aging benefits. So don't be scared. But... I wanted to make sure that people knew that this targets the skin cells to slough off. Your cell turnover rate will be better. You'll have youthful skin. Your product absorption will be better. I mean, it's kind of a year round thing, but you might have to adjust what kind it is for the summer. So, right. I mean, I use mechanical exfoliation as far as using a Norwex cloth goes often or like a cleansing cloth, like the mucilin ones from beauty counter. Mm -hmm. Um, and but have recently ventured into using a chemical exfoliant product, which we can't which tell we're you about. Really excited about yet, but if it launches by the time we post this episode, Genevieve will add a note about it for you. If there, if I, yeah, if you hear me, come on at the very end. It's because I'm telling you that it's launched. So definitely, yes. like, keep your ears open, <laughs> guys. It's here. I know we talked about this in the previous episode in the same manner, but I want you guys to know to listen to the end of the episode so you can hear me talk about more with the peel, why it's good, who it's good for, and where you can get it. So uh, so I've been using that a couple of times a week in placement of other treatments. That's so cool. And it's seriously changed the tech. Nothing. I mean, it's changed the texture of my skin and it's nothing compared to what the mechanical exfoliation was doing for me before that. Exactly. When I got wind that they were going to be doing this kind of product, I, I felt like I was the only one being like, oh my gosh, like I there was were, freaking out and she everybody's like, what? Hands. Like, She's like, her hands were in the air. I was praising. losing it. I was losing <laughs> it because my med spa mind was just like, you guys don't understand. Like, Oh man, I was so, so, so excited. And so when we got a chance to take home a full-size product from Summit, we were like, I was like, all right, now everybody's going to know. And very quickly after all the consultants were like, what is this? 
Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. So and I can't been, wait to talk openly about I've it. I've been using that chemical exfoliant on my arms as well. I have oh, some so keratosis cool. polaris and I'm working on it internally and I haven't had a lot of new like flares, but I'm still dealing with the little patches of dry the skin and the, yeah, exactly. And this is helping it slough off and I've got new skin underneath and the scarring is getting better and I'm just like so stoked about it. I so know, people are getting, um, they're, they're losing the like mottled pigmentation they've got in the back of their hands on their face it's going to help combat people that um deal with melasma which is a hormonally driven pigmentation it just it, the whole thing is so exciting and game it's game changer it, game changer so seriously if you're looking for a summertime one that's going to be the one for you if we don't talk about it at the end then we'll talk about it in a later episode. we will you don't worry about it or you can you can send an email and then we can probably tell you a little bit of detail definitely privately definitely definitely all right so my number five tip is consider cream products in your makeup i know this seems kind of like backwards because people are like well but we're talking about safer like our skin into summer but honestly the products that you're using in your makeup can be a big part of how your skin performs throughout the day you know how does it look that sort of a thing so the thing that i love about cream products is they have a more youthful easy to use usually dewy look which is like super in right now is especially during summer i mean it's in right now in general i feel like dewy was in for winter but like summer is like people expect you to be dewy they expect you to be bronzy (laughs) dewy glowy yeah all those i am all about Mm -hmm. those cream highlighters from beauty counter oh gosh i'm so glad they relaunched them so beauty counter relaunched their illuminating trio you can buy them individually and it's got uh like a pearl highlighter it's got a rose peachy cheek color and then a bronze glow for like the contour or is um a bronzer for your face and honestly it's like the easiest, quickest way to apply things, especially in the summertime when your skin's hydrated its best. Uh, you can use it in the winter. It just takes a few more steps to get it to blend quite really well. Yeah. And Are there some other anyway. cream products that you suggest? And uh, there's other, some other cream products. I'm just using yes. like a liquid foundation and concealer versus, well, I mean, I guess all concealer is almost all concealer. Some people will take mineral powder and just wet it down and use it like a concealer, but oh, then you have to worry about yeah, heavy metal content. So. Yeah, I don't want to talk about heavy metals right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I know. I don't, I don't use any powder products anymore except right. for like a, a finishing powder, you know, mattifying powder right, right. and or like a blush or a bronzer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and that's the way to intensify that cream product is putting a... You do a cream product and then you do a similar color on top of it and it will like set mm-hmm. the cream. That's the way to go if you want it to last a long time sort of too. So, so do you have some other cream products I that you do. like? RMS is a company that sells in a lot of boutiques. They're online. Uh, the only qualm I have about RMS is it comes in a pot. So you got to go get it out of the pot. And, oh. and would you a, pick it up with a brush or a beauty blender or would you put it on your finger and then blend it with a brush? As a makeup artist, I would scrape it out and put it on the back of my hand to warm it up and then pick it up with a sponge or a brush and that's just so many steps and after a while your hands get all kind of like messed up but the products are beautiful they're really clean formulated they have a highlighter that has gotten awards it's just it's beautiful from what I've seen in pictures I haven't owned that one yet but I do love RMS's ability to use better ingredients and they yeah. do a pretty good job another one i really recommend is uh, vapor beauty they're an organic uh line out of new mexico and they are very cool i really love them they 
are very clean with their formulation as well and they're very eco-friendly conscious and they've got these really beautiful it's called moonlight i believe it's called it's their highlighter oh it's so pretty and it's a stick form which i really appreciate (laughs) so all the beauty counter ones are a stick form and it makes my life so much easier yes so much easier so those are what i recommend for like cream products um cream products are uh, a little harder to make clean so when i find a good cream product i'm like okay and we're going to hold on i to see this. you over there yes so my last tip of the day is uh, number six it is sun protection and i say that because most people that are trying to have clearer skin brighter skin also deal with heavy pigmentation when they get into the sun too much or their skin just looks mottled it doesn't have this like it looks more dull that sort of a thing so I usually tell people that sun protection is a great idea or at least understanding what that is for you for me a lot of times that's wearing a hat Mm. bringing an umbrella with me I went to my son's baseball game I had a hat on and an umbrella (laughs) but and I still got tan lines on my feet I'm like gosh (laughs) I tan so easily please it's it's great but frustrating because if I'm like in the sun for a few seconds I'll get a tan line So if you're looking for um, brighter skin, if you're worried about pigmenting in the summer, definitely get a daily SPF wear. So Beauty Counter has a Dew Skin, which is as uh, a mineral sunscreen with zinc oxide as SPF 20. I love that for daily wear. Honestly, I haven't found a lot of daily wear that's got SPF in it that I recommend. So that one's kind of a difficult category for me as a makeup artist, as like pure like you need this to work for you. You can find clean face sticks. Beauty Counter has a face stick. Um, I'm trying to think of who else has clean face sticks or a clean like. Uh, Bobo Botanicals has one, but it it's doesn't blend in as so, well. And that's what you run into if it's not yeah. a face product, right? Yeah, I think so, it is. A, it might be a face stick. I think it's for babes, for little ones. Mm. Might be but their baby stick sunscreen. Yeah, sometimes you need function over fashion. But me personally, if I'm going to be wearing SPF all the time, it's going to be do skin because I love the finish. It's beautiful. It's effective. It's SPF 20. You can you. mix it with your foundation or layer it with Which your foundation. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I like, and you gave me this tip, but I've been using a darker shade of the tinted moisturizer of mm-hmm. the do skin. And that helps warm my face up before mm-hmm. I throw on some bronzer. And it almost feels like I have like a little bit of self tanner, but it's way more forgiving than self tanner. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I've been enjoying doing that. Because Dew Skin's kind of like a BB cream. It's like mm-hmm. a more of a moisturizer than it is a, a color product, but it's just got this really beautiful tint to it and it leaves a really beautiful dewy, glowy look behind without sparkles. Ain't no sparkles. Right. So um, I don't last know how thing, people do that. Oh, I know. I know. That's you're like, can we please make this matte? But for my part of that tip too is actually um, choosing to use vitamin C at night. So that's why I was talking about the number one oil earlier, because the number one oil of beauty counter has vitamin C in it. It's going to help people that have pigmentation regularly on their face. It'll help the cell turnover rate um, be better. It'll allow their skin to rotate through its cells quicker, um, which is also back to my also make sure you've got a good exfoliating system that you like. I can't say that enough. It will if you've got that tool in your belt, then you'll be able to use it better. Awesome. So that's my one through six tips of (laughs) summer. Okay. So that wasn't five tips. I misspoke. I know. Well, I I told her, I I was like, I can't keep it to five. I have a couple more questions for you though. So tell me, um, for working out, 
I mm. work out in the morning. So I kind of get myself ready and then I go to the gym mm-hmm. and then I don't take any makeup off or anything. I literally just go straight from the gym into my day. Cause you have to. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I probably can make time to like do my actual routine, but I just like to be a little bit more made up when I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, not like made up, made up, Listen, but I like I to wear... have a, like a little even complexion. I definitely have to like fill in my eyebrows. Otherwise I feel like <laughs> I'm looking in those mirrors all day, the whole time. Right, because like, I'm in a regular like globo gym or whatever. There's mirrors everywhere, and I'd hate it. <laughs> um, but anyways, so what do you think is the best course of action? Should I be cleansing after I go to the gym? It depends on where your skin is at. But in my opinion, uh, using the micellar water makeup wipes from Beauty Counter is like my answer from the gym. Okay, and then I carry around a little um, number one oil to kind of lock in the moisture because for me if i don't end any sort of like cleansing but yeah i have to moisturize immediately afterward yeah so i bring a little vitamin c oil the number one oil with me uh let's see what's another really good tip um you can bring your own cloth and like just get the sweat off your face gently it's better to pat than to like swipe or rub Ooh, like a, bring a dry norwex cloth with me yeah or and like just wet it down in the sink and just if you can get the if you can get the salt off your face, because that will also like pull water from your skin, the, mm. the salt, Ooh. right? Maybe that's why my skin has been drying up a little bit. Maybe. And that's because I haven't changed anything, but increasing how often I'm working out. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Hmm. You just, if you can get the salt off your face, you'll be better off than not touching your face post-workout. Okay. So All right. those are my quick tips. You can always keep the do skin in your bag. Some people, that's what they do. They keep do skin on them. So those are some quick post gym tips or post sweat tips post hiking like you know yeah you know, just get the sweat off your face and your skin will be better off in the long run okay so i probably need to do that to not be giving myself some new breakouts yeah yeah because it will also keep your moisture barrier level high so you're going to be less susceptible to breakouts okay. if you can keep your skin moisturized well okay so another question then mm-hmm. would i wait to do any of my skincare routine until after the gym what time do you go to the gym? Like nine. What time Not do you wake that up? early. Uh, six thirty. No, because that's enough time. If you've got like two or three hours between waking and starting your gym routine, like I would go through your normal routine and okay. then just do like an abbreviated version of it, sure. a okay. post gym or something quick. But that's a that's a good question because some people it's kind of like that with food too. It's like it's I like wait? is it worth it? Yeah, yeah. If you got <laughs> do two I need to hours, do a pre workout meal? Should I do right. a pre workout skincare routine <laughs> if I'm going to do a post? Bring a fan to your class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know these were two very selfish questions, but I'm no. guessing if I have them, there's some other people out yeah. there who might feel the same yeah, way. Yeah, and so. listen, I turn into a tomato post workout. And I have to like put something cool on my face because otherwise that redness lingers and Mm. then I become more sensitive to everything. So if you also have a tomato face like me, you might consider bringing your own cloth with you, getting it cool and um, waving it in the air and getting it to cool off even more. And then just trying to like get your face to cool off, get the sweat off. It'll recover faster. Awesome. So good tips girl yeah thank you i can talk forever about skincare no i know well our first few episodes have all been about skincare so we're gonna have so to bust to into some chatter about nutrition here oh we got minute. so much yeah we got so much there's so much to talk yeah don't worry guys we'll get there thanks everyone for listening to our episode today i'm really excited for y'all to have this information and um and don't worry we're gonna be talking about nutrition here soon 
Also, if you're curious about any of the recommendations that Genevieve made during this episode, they will be in the show notes for you and you can kind of check those out. And then of course, you're always welcome to email um, rebelheartradio at gmail.com to um, just learn more and, and ask for any of your own recommendations. Yeah, if you guys are looking for anything specific that you want us to talk about, like that's the place to go or to our Instagram. Definitely come check us yes. out. Yes, okay. <laughs> Thanks guys, catch you next time. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Because you can like hear inflection in people's voice when they're holding back. I don't want you. I want you to feel very natural in your way of sharing. Natural. Naturally. Natural, darling. Natural. That'll make for some good outtakes. It's a good thing I have my ringer off because I just had three people box me and a phone call. <laughs> well, I get to have Cassie now. She's mine. It's my turn. Okay. She's busy. Consistently, I don't have the, I look five, six months pregnant, like every now and then. Mm. Inexplicably, I just feel super duper pregnant. That happened pregnant. to me yesterday and it felt <sighs> terrible. It's an awful feeling. I had to be around other people. Mm. That's when I wear the big moo-moo dresses. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm bohemian today. Look how boho I am. Like... <laughs>